started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Uh, welcome back to City Girls Make Do, a lovely ladies and everyone else. Uh, <laughs> there's lots of lovely people who are listening to our podcast who aren't ladies. So, uh, yeah, true, but we do put women first. Um, my my women and non-binary <laughs> friends come before everyone else, and then everyone else is just fine. Uh, <laughs> Men can die. Uh, <laughs> that's our stance. Um, <laughs> welcome to City Girls Make Do, your number one Sex in the City podcast, hosted by me, uh, a Jehovah's Witness with a good suit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alex, aka Toot Toot. Yeah. Beep beep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I, it. <laughs> I love it. It's really cute. Um, we have made it to season three. I'm so excited. I- I could not believe we're on season three already. How are we this far in? I don't know. We've just powered through. Oh, I mean, it has been like, I mean, I can't remember when we started, but I mean, it has been like maybe two thirds of a year. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm Shit. It's been pretty good. And yeah, season three, episode one, episode 31 of our lovely little podcast. Uh, The episode is called Where There's Smoke, dot, dot, dot. (gasps) Which, yeah, I mean, you can complete the rest yourself, but that's the title. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a stupid title. They could have done better, but yeah. Well, it doesn't even, oh, because of the fireman. Like, I just got that. I literally had to think about it, and I'm like, okay, that's like the C plot of the episode, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got all kinds of good stuff this week. We got a Foxy Foxy guest star, which, Ooh, hell yeah. yeah. Very, very vulpine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, this is kind of counteracted with Steve, which I hate to see. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's a little bit of good mixed in there. And, uh, and I'm very excited to talk about it. I feel like I'm, I feel like this whole episode is just going to be us talking about how hot John Slattery is. Cause like, it's true. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. It's nice to have someone who's hot and like charming mm-hmm. and not big. Yeah, it's really nice, and he's going to be with us for longer than just this episode, which I'm, like, extremely excited about, because usually we've got, like, man of the week, and then he's gone, but this guy's here for at least a couple, so, and and I love to look at him, so that, <laughs> honestly, John Slattery is, like, the best-looking guy Carrie ever goes out with, and, I mean, I know that's a high bar, but I don't know. It's, it's true, yeah, he, and do you know what? He's still cute. Mm-hmm. 20 years on mm-hmm. he's still cute he is he only got silverier and foxier <laughs> True. So. um we should probably get into this before we just gush yeah. everywhere uh-huh yeah let's just get into it so okay so we start out our episode we are going to staten island the girls are on a ferry to attend the new york fire department's annual calendar competition <laughs> yeah carrie's a judge um they Lows Staten Island because they're snobs. Uh-huh, because they're from Manhattan, and so Staten Island is just for lowly people. <laughs> it's for the poor. Let's uh-huh. just be real here. Yeah. Um, And 
they just all seem to hate the fairy ride the most. Uh, yeah. Everyone is just being themselves. Like Samantha is horny, Miranda is cynical, <laughs> and Charlotte wants to find her prince. It's true. They are pretty classic themselves this week, and Carrie is a disaster. So uh, she's she's been worse. She's been more of a disaster before. But um, like, I don't understand why they're not just standing inside. I mean, part of it's because Carrie wants to smoke, but like they could. It seems <laughs> like there's an inside area where they could just hang out. But of course there is. I've seen Spider-Man: Homecoming. I know there's an inside, but <laughs> uh, yeah, they clearly just. I mean, they just want to. She wants to smoke, so she got to do that. Even though they later say that, like in Staten Island, you can smoke anywhere because they're you know like that but (laughs) (laughs) but then we get to the competition and so okay i don't really get what this competition is it's like the firefighter men are basically stripping but not like totally naked just like dancing and pulling their clothes off to expose their bods i think the thing is they strip and then they get judged and then like the hottest guys get onto the calendar I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that that does make sense. I can't believe that there's so many firefighters that they have to, like, do this for a shot at the gold. Like, it's in New York. (laughs) You know what? That's a real good point. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) There are a lot of firefighters in cities. I guess so. What's even, like, on fire there? It's kind of just, like, Buildings? I guess so. (laughs) I've never been to New York. I don't know what kind of fires they get. Um, yeah, but this is where we meet our, our man of the week. So, okay, so Carrie is on the judge panel watching the guys, and then we meet Bill Kelly, aka John Slattery, aka Roger Sterling from the hit TV show Mad Men, aka the foxiest man ever. He's the token male judge. Which I found weird. I'm like, why didn't they find a gay guy? (laughs) Maybe they he's w- very clearly yeah. he's very clearly straight, and he also seems to be rather straight laced because he's a politician. He's up for comptroller or something. Yeah, I wrote question marks after that because I have no idea what the fuck a comptroller is. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's like talking to Carrie, and she's just like, "Watch the fireman," and he says he's more into cops. So it's kind of like a joke, and then I was like, "Hmm, don't like that." Yeah, proper problematic and if you're gonna date if you're gonna date anyone in a uniform i think firefighter is the best bet uh-huh like firefighters are kind of like if cops were good <laughs> yeah. like not that there's never been a bad firefighter before but like you know it's it's very different from being a cop it's like this is where you go oh, if you actually want to help people yeah like there i mean because, like, obviously you can say the same about doctors. Like, they're human people. They can still be dicks. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. In general. But I feel I like mean, there's Firefighters less... don't have guns. Yeah. Well, they don't have guns because they're not going to shoot the fire. And then, like, <laughs> the whole thing, like, they're also different from, like, doctors in the sense where it's not like they're being bribed by pharma to, like, peddle no. their medicines and so it's like it's not like someone's like oh we're gonna put we're gonna make some fires and you're gonna have to put them out or i don't know it's not like there's any like power hierarchy in firefighting and that i mean makes it, not really it's yeah. just like there's a building on fire we should probably go get the people out of it like they yeah. make bad calls and shit yeah but yeah exactly at the end of the day 
probably the least problematic civil servant I would take a hazard at. Yeah, I but, think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is definitely like high key flirting with her. We see Samantha and the other girls. They don't have Cosmos in Staten Island, but they have Staten Island iced teas. <laughs> I love Samantha's face when she's like, is that just a Long Island iced tea? And she looks so confused. (laughs) Yeah. And they have like one sip and Miranda is just saying, hello, I'm drunk. It's good. It's really good. I love Miranda. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, they're right at the front and Charlotte is being so weird. She's like, oh, I don't, I feel weird being this front. Like there are no guys here I could marry, which... Is that why you went? Because I feel like that's not what you're going to get here. But also, like, everyone else is at the same event as you. No one's going to judge you for being at the front. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, there are places, maybe you're in a swanky, like, uptown bar and you're trying to find a nice guy with a good job and an apartment, right? Mm -hmm. But... You're just you're at a fucking strip club, essentially. Yeah. Have fun. And she's like somewhere where she doesn't even know anybody. She's not even in Manhattan, which is like the only place she ever exists. So, but uh, Miranda is like, oh, well, I can't see from far away without my glasses on. So we have to be close. And Charlotte's just like, oh, wait, you have Steve. Who even cares? <laughs> Why do you uh, care? She can do better. Yeah. <laughs> but Miranda's like, I don't have Steve. We're just friends, which is a big load of baloney. But well, Samantha says, you know, you're my friend. I don't stick my dick in you. <laughs> she does have a point there. Uh, True. So. True. Mm. yeah and when we do see them later it's very much like well if you were just friends who were boning would you really be we'll get to it but we'll get to it uh yeah they're all just being they're all just being so textbook themselves it's it's there's not much to say not really uh no (laughs) and then then it seems like the competition's over and everyone's just having a few drinks Mm -hmm. um and we're dancing to Donna Summer. It's, it's so cringy. Yeah, it's Carrie can't dance. Uh, no. So she's trying to. And we get a voiceover where she says Staten Island is like a quaint European country because American music is 20 years behind and you can smoke anywhere. So. Um, I've never been to Staten Island, so I, I, I can't comment. <laughs> I feel like the American music is 20 years behind is, from what I've experienced being in Europe, not true, but... No, maybe in the 90s, but like mm-hmm. in a in a modern age where most places have the internet, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, maybe she's talking like if you're in the real, if you're in like the real sticks of like the Balkans or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're dancing, and then Sam... So Sam goes up to a guy she had been eyeing earlier, like, she was up front watching him, and he was, like, watching her back, and this man is, like, the definition of himbo, I think. Yeah, he... She's... She does have a weird icebreaker, because she says... He's wearing, like, an FDNY shirt, and she says, oh... do you know where I can get one of those? I want to get it for my nephew. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it's a real turn on. And he just 
maybe he is like, oh, she brought up her nephew, so she must not be flirting with me. Because he's like, oh, you can buy them. I don't know if they sell them here, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck she was going for. <laughs> I, I have no idea. And he just seems very like, well, I don't know. Samantha keeps, she clearly thinks he's super cute, which I don't get at all. No. But he also seems very dumb. But I don't know if that's just me, but he he is like, um, you know, in Friends, he would be like Joey's one brother. He would be. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what he is. <laughs> just Joey. He's just, just clearly very Italian. Um, and he's like, I guess, handsome in quotation marks mm-hmm. and very stupid. Yeah. Like, just the things he says are just so, why would you say it? Like, Samantha's just like, <laughs> oh, I saw you up there, di- like, dancing. And he's like, I saw you too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good for you. Uh, Samantha has to be very obvious and pretty much just, you mm-hmm. know. Basically. Yeah. And then um, Carrie's talking to Bill. They're at the bar oh, flirting. Mm-hmm. I have to say, okay, we were so on the fucking nose with Carrie has never voted. Our head cannons are correct. Oh my god. When she said this, I screamed and I just like, <laughs> I got so mad at my notes because I was just like, Carrie, you. Yeah, because he's running for whatever the fuck he's running, and they're talking, and she's just like, you have the worst taste in men, and then he's like, which district do you vote in? And she says, whichever one is close to Barney's, because she's never voted, ever. She's like 30-something years old, and she's never voted. (laughs) Like, you know, I get when you're, like, in your early 20s sometimes, I mean, I don't get it, but, like... When no. sometimes when people are just like, well, you know, politics are like, and they just think that their voice like doesn't matter whatsoever. I mean, I don't know. But by the time you get to your thirties, you should have grown out of that phase. And she's just like, I don't care as long as I can buy shoes. <sighs> yeah. Well, because none of these, no fucking policy has ever or ever will affect her because she's just like a fucking rich like white woman mm-hmm. and she always pretends to be broke she's not no she just has bad spending because, habits yeah because she lives near fucking barney's and she mm-hmm. has like a fucking cute little apartment it's bullshit yeah and like just be like she looks like she's broke because she's next to characters like samantha and charlotte who are less broke than her yeah like, who are just fucking well off but yeah no she's definitely fucking doing fine for herself the only thing she ever has to fucking worry about is if the if they change the laws about fucking rent controlled apartments so (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and it's just i mean i've known the boroughs i vote in since i turned 18 and started voting Uh uh-huh yeah same hat like (laughs) It's very stressful to me that she doesn't know any of this. I mean, yeah. I don't know how important the comptroller vote is, whatever the fuck that no, means, but... If she just said, like, oh, I only vote in, like, major elections, fine. So do I. Who can be bothered? Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not true. I think, I mean, I think local politics are probably where your voice is most important to be heard. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just, like, Carrie has never voted in anything. No. Like, Bush is Carrie's fault. 
Yeah, I was like, I have actually, no, I have actually voted in local elections. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, if you only vote in major elections, I don't think that's the end of the world. Yeah, because, fuck, it's easier. You don't, I mean, when voting isn't a holiday and you can only fucking, you know, there are many reasons. It's not hard to do. You'd think she'd be like, oh, well, it's an excuse for me to not, I mean, she doesn't have to go to work anyway, but. She doesn't have a job. Yeah, (laughs) basically. Just be real. She doesn't have a job. True. Uh, fucking Carrie is just a fucking shitlib. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. vote and can eat my ass. Mm. And he's, yeah. he wants to know what district she's in so he can tell her where to vote. But he's just like, what's your address? You know, only for government purposes, of course. Yeah. It would be – I mean – it would be a lot creepier if he wasn't cute. I will say that. I will admit to this it. This whole episode, I was like, <laughs> if this wasn't John Slattery, I would be like, this guy needs to fucking cool down and lay the fuck off because Jesus Christ, if he wasn't this attractive, this would not be okay. I mean, okay, it's not okay it's just not because okay. he's attractive. But it makes no. me less like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm more just like, oh, you know, it's creepy, but also it's John Slattery. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I am an honest woman. And everything he does in this episode is incredibly creepy. But because he is handsome and charming, I go, oh, well, it's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, if this was real life, I'd be like, uh, no. But it's a TV show. Uh-huh. It's not real. I guess but it's also, also like, Carrie's Don't give your address to strange men. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> and I guess that's also like Carrie's reaction to it, where she's kind of like, eh, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, so I don't really want to interact with you this way. But she's never like creeped out by it. But like, she shouldn't have to be creeped out by it for it to be like not okay. So, no. but um, yeah, she doesn't really yeah. want to give it to him. Yeah. And what else happened? I'm. I love watching this episode today and then immediately forgetting everything that happened. Yeah. Well, like, she, so she does tell him where she lives and he's like, oh, you're in the same district as me because I live, like, at this address. And uh, then, I don't know, doesn't he – or no, he kind of, like, says let's go out for dinner and then there's just a very long, awkward silence and <gasps> – No, he says – she says, oh, no, I'm, I'm not really – to be in a relationship at the moment and he said oh what bad breakup and <laughs> yes so it's oh oh this is the worst like i thought my tv had broken so <laughs> she she is just silent for like i don't know probably only about 10 seconds feels like a whole minute uh-huh. yeah. oh she just sort of she's her head goes down and she turns around and looks off into the distance as Carrie oft does. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, that was really awkward. I'm sorry. And she, yeah, she just sort of walks away and sort of says to him like, yeah, I'm not, you know, reiterates she's not looking for something at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she, like, immediately tells Miranda that, like, it's time to go, because I'm getting hit on by this politician guy. And Miranda's immediate response is, he's pretty cute, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, And then, you know, so sh- Miranda's like, okay, Samantha went home with that firefighter guy. Mm-hmm. Let's find out where Charlotte is. And then Charlotte's 
wasted and she's singing along on the dance floor to some disco yeah. tunes oh i love she's, her i love this this is probably my favorite scene in the whole episode she <laughs> is like this she is drunk off her ass just singing and dancing along and it's perfect we've all been this girl before <laughs> Yeah, I so like the next scene, they're on the ferry, and Charlotte's Charlotte is literally me when I'm drunk. <laughs> I love that Be, because there, I got a weird flashback to like you know, when you've been rather wasted, and then you get flashbacks to like what happened later on. Yes, yes. Well, I had one, I can't even remember when it was, but I was like, I'm so pretty, I'm so pretty, I'm really pretty, and I was just saying that over and over again. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that is exactly the scene. <laughs> and that, yeah, it might be my 18th, I don't know. Um oh, That's good. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm pretty, I'm smart, I'm a catch, I'm gonna get married this year. Uh-huh, yeah. And Carrie's just like, you are going to get married. And she's like, I'm going to get married. And she's just yelling off the ferry. It's, <laughs> oh, I love her. <laughs> I do too. And she's not wrong. She's setting her intentions. Mm -hmm. She visualized it and she made it happen. She visualized it. She manifested it. Mm -hmm. Let's, you know, open up your chakras. Let's do this, girls. Yep. This is Charlotte's dream board 2K... <laughs> Oh, because this is 2000 now. We've made it to 2000. Yay. Yay. She invented the secret. God, she probably I mean, did, to be honest. I mean, it didn't work great, but <laughs> it did happen. She did visualize it. She just wasn't specific enough. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you're ever setting any sort of magical intentions, be specific. That's true. Um and I mean, speaking of very, very, very pretty male guest stars on this season, who whose characters are very, mm, uh, we'll get there mm. later. He's coming. He's mm. coming. Um, Diane, this is special Agent <laughs> Cooper, <laughs> and I'm arriving in Twin Peaks. I'm arriving in Manhattan. I'm going to find myself a wife. Oh, I love it. Me too. Okay, um, anyway, yeah, Miranda is, like, pissed off, and so is Carrie, because babysitting your drunk friend is awful. Yeah, they, the thing is, when all of you are drunk enough, it's just fun, but I guess clearly neither of them are very drunk, except for Charlotte. <laughs> mm hmm So, yeah, I can understand uh, that. Then, uh, so we cut to Samantha next, right? Yeah, her and the firefighter are boning at Sam's apartment, and he's just, like, pounding her sideways. <laughs> she is getting capital F fucked. She is getting fucking railed. Like, he's laying <laughs> tracks in her vagina and choo-choo. Um, she is screaming. Like, she's literally screaming. This is a real good for her moment. Uh -huh. I'm I'm proud of her. I'm really happy for her. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. This is really going well. Um, it seems like they went back to her apartment, though, which seems like a trek. Yeah, they're very much in her apartment. I guess they just didn't want to build a new set. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then, then yeah, and then we go straight to breakfast the next day. And uh -huh. Samantha looks like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, she's beautiful. 
She wants to tell everyone about her night, but then Charlotte looks like absolute hell. Like she's – I'm surprised she didn't like have straight up sunglasses on her face. <laughs> yeah, she – well, yeah. Carrie says she didn't want to throw up on her at Burberry trench coat. Mm-hmm, true. And Sam As, just jumps right in looks, with, let me tell you about yeah. his cock. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlotte's like, there are kids at the next table. <laughs> that was like my other favorite part of the episode. And Sam's just like, well, that's their choice. <laughs> I've definitely been Samantha and I've like said something very inappropriate. I mean, I... And then realized there were yeah. children around me. <laughs> I went out for dinner uh, on Monday with my boyfriend at, like, at the Keg, which is, like, a pretty nice restaurant. And he definitely said the cursed phrase out loud at the dinner table. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> why did he say that? I don't remember the context. I can't even remember why he said it. But he said it out loud at this, like, nice restaurant. And I was like, yep, you're definitely Matt. So, um... God. I don't think there were there were kids at the restaurant, but there weren't any right next to us. So, <laughs> um, yeah, very appetizing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we're talking about the boys, and <laughs> is mm-hmm. this where we get? I can't even. Oh yeah, they're talking about why firemen are cute. Yeah, and they are. I kind of agree, but I kind of, like I don't know. I felt like all the men who were in the dance competition thing we're like eh, i don't know the thing is you gotta have a nice face for me to think you're attractive and like most of them didn't i don't know yeah you're a, you're definitely a face girl uh-huh. um i don't think any of them were even like particularly ripped yeah they were just they were big guys they were like you know like a rugby or um you know something like that they were big guys but I don't think they were, like, particularly ripped or anything. Yeah, not really. No. And I, uh, I've i never really gotten the fireman thing, but that, I think that's mostly because I don't really care that much about, like, having a ripped chest or anything. But No, I never really got the, like, men in uniform thing, ever. I just, I don't find having a job <laughs> all that sexy. I think I'm, like, the opposite because I'm like, <laughs> oh, the more clothes you have on, the better. <laughs> <laughs> But it but depends on the like, uniform, because if, like, it's, like, a guy and, like, I a think cop, because, yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, the uniforms are always shit. It's, like, oh, a cop, oh, a, a, an army man. A I'm sailor. Like, not, yeah. Those are, those are pretty much the worst jobs a guy could have. It's I don't true. find those two. And then I did buy, or oh, my mum bought my grandmother, like, a sexy fireman calendar last year. <laughs> oh, good. Which had, which my favorite part is they had their star signs in, so. Oh, Nice. Yeah, it was like star sign, you know, Leo, uh, Gemini, which I appreciate. I I really more guys need to be very open and clear about whatever their star sign is because I need to know. That's a good point. Um, they should just let I you know. Find, yeah, yeah, but especially because according to all the tarot card videos I've been watching, my soulmate is a Libra. So, mm, trusting. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Leo. Anyway. <laughs> um. But, like, I don't think I've found any of them to be particularly hot. And this is the the hottest of the hot. Uh, yeah, according to them it is. And mm. they're trying to pinpoint just what makes them so cute. And that's when Charlotte says it. She says, it's because women just want to be rescued. Yeah, I don't disagree with her. I mean, 
I think her reasoning is wrong. But like, yeah. I think she has a point. My thing is, I think women are made to think they want to be rescued. Mm-hmm. You do very because, much I mean, get, yeah. Yeah, because like all the stuff aimed at women is like, oh, a nice man saves me and I don't have to do any work until you get married and you have to shoot fucking babies out and, you know, do the cooking and the cleaning and everything. Mm-hmm. Or hire some other woman to do all those things for you. <laughs> Pretty much. And because, yeah, Carrie, well, I think it's her voiceover basically says, you know, like, this is the single sentence that independent women in their 30s aren't supposed to think, let alone say out loud. Because... Mm. You're not supposed to ever feel like you need to be helped by a man. And I don't know. It does very remind me of the community moment where Britta's just like, when I was a kid, I didn't even write a list of Santa because I didn't want to rely on a man for anything. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I mean, there are times when a man's help is appreciated. There are, yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't want to be rescued because I can do things on my own, but I do like to feel safe with somebody. Yes. And I do like to feel like I'm with someone who is going to stand up for me if I ever need Mm -hmm. to be backed up or – and stuff like that. So – Yeah. I don't want to be rescued. I want to know that if I needed to, then there would be someone there for me. Mm -hmm. Because no one wants to be on their own. Like – No. I don't know. That's just – I feel like the idea that you have to be solely independent for your entire life and everything is a very, like – I don't know. It's a very, like, Mr. Big attitude to me. Like, it's a very, like, masculine type of thinking that you're conditioned to think, oh, you know, if you need people for help, then you're just sad and pathetic. But it's like, well, it's actually good to ask people for help a lot of the time. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You should never have to do everything yourself. No, but if you you don't want to be in a relationship, like, that's fine too. Mm -hmm. But if you do, then you want to be in a partnership and know that you have each other's backs. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's it, you know? Yeah. And it's a very, like, two-way road it's not just like yes. oh this person's gonna save me it's like well you have to kind of put in the work on the other end too so it's like here are the things i'm good at here are the things you're good at mm-hmm. smush them together mm-hmm. it's true and then you're gonna make a super duo ideally exactly exactly mm-hmm. you're gonna be a power couple you're gonna be like the ellen and portia of whatever the heterosexual ellen and portia <laughs> If you're heterosexual, I guess. If you're if you're dating, uh, true. Someone you're gonna and, be yeah. the the man woman monogamous Ellen and Portia. <laughs> I mean, especially because there are so many combinations. Like this is the most like hetero cis normative show there is. Even yeah. though it is an exploration of like sexual politics and things. Mm-hmm. I mean if we're exploring this i guess what we set out to do when we make the show is like explore it from a modern perspective um and if you're doing that then like yeah women probably do want someone to have their back but like Mm -hmm. there are so many combinations which aren't just being with a guy and then getting married and having children yeah and when the show does attempt to do something that's not heteronormative it's still like cis gay man yeah, pretty much every single time. <laughs> it's still is Stanford, which is, or it's yeah. fucking no, mm-hmm. or it's like it's Samantha dating a lesbian for like a week. Yeah, and like they're valid stories to tell. It's just that they're stories that kind of have been told before. 
and haven't aged well either. Yeah, exactly. And they could be more diverse on this for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, they dated two whole black men out of fucking, <laughs> like, nearly a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sure did that, and they... And then no one else of color. <laughs> yeah, maybe they realized that, like, the times they did do it, they handled it so badly that they should maybe just yeah. not do it again. <sighs> I don't know. We'll get to what happens when they put people of color in the show in this season. So. Yes. <laughs> We're both really looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, I'm just dying to talk about that. So, um, I feel (laughs) Charlotte. moving on. Because Charlotte says, I've been dating since I was 15 and I'm just fucking exhausted. Where is he? I mean, she doesn't say fucking, but, because she's Charlotte, but. And Carrie just says, well, maybe we're supposed to be our own white knights. And Charlotte thinks that's so depressing. She's right. I don't want to fucking do everything myself. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm with Charlotte. I'm exhausted. I'm Where is tired. my Libra? <laughs> Where is he? True. It's a good question. I mean, I don't want to date someone whose birthday is close to mine, though. That's fucked. If, it, if they're a Libra or a Leo, then their birthday is going to be close to mine. I don't fucking want that. It's true, because you're sandwiched right in between the two of them. See, I'm dating a yeah. Libra, and he's very far from my birthday. So See, that's nice. ideal. Uh-huh. Exactly. Because the entire month of September needs to be about me. That's just a fact. That's valid, and it should be, and it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> same with um, March. March is all wait. about me, and that's it. No one else. Exactly. It's Pisces season, baby. It is Pisces season. Ugh, I feel wet and hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Get wet. It's Pisces season. Yes. <laughs> and that's just in the air. Uh <laughs> So we oh and speaking of getting wet, so it's Carrie's question time and she's sitting at her window and it's raining oh outside God. and she looks so cozy just sitting at the rainy window. And Yeah, and her like red peasant top and she's playing with her hair and oh, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um <laughs> So we get our question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's wondering if Charlotte was right. Like she couldn't help but wonder, maybe what if Prince Charming never showed up? Like, what would Snow White have done? Like, gotten a job in healthcare? Gone to a sperm bank? <laughs> <laughs> uh, her question is, do women just want to be saved? Yeah, Snow White had a job. Uh-huh. Bitch, she was like a carer for the seven dwarves. Yeah, she That's did. what she did. She did plenty She was a of cook, stuff. she was a maid, she was a cleaner. Yeah, yeah, no, she did lots of stuff. And I... I feel like it's so weird, like, I don't know, it's such a generalized thing to say, do women just want to be saved? Like, some women want to be saved, some women don't. There's a lot of kinds of women. And, I mean, don't you just love blanket statements about any group? I love it when people just say things that (laughs) they really don't don't know more than their own little bubble and they're like what if i try to say this about everyone what if all women are like me a rich woman a rich white woman uh who is cis and straight and pretty much able-bodied and lives in new york the but biggest has- city yeah. in the world but she has curly hair so oh, she's, she's quirky quirky and a minority yeah so she <laughs> uh that's like the entire scene and then we get miranda <laughs> yeah um 
this is this is so stupid. So she's at like a laser eye surgery clinic. Did you notice the doctor was wearing glasses? I did. Uh huh. Yeah, I thought this was a bit of a skinny cook situation. Yeah. Yeah, very much. I, like, I, hmm. I, I wouldn't trust like that. Yeah. It's like a tattoo artist who doesn't have a single tattoo. It's like, hmm, what's huh. going on here? But Like a bald hairstylist. <laughs> oh, it's God. Like, yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess being bald, you can't really help. You can't grow hair. But, like, mm-hmm. if it's not going to grow. True. But, you know, I don't know. You think if you're a doctor, you get it done. Think maybe he just is yeah. like maybe he just likes the style maybe he's just like oh I look so much he's better. He's pulling a summer. He's pulling a summer. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered new but, glasses today online. I'm so excited for them to come in. I haven't gotten new glasses ooh. in ages. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I do love new glasses. Yeah. Well, the thing is, so, my prescription is so weak that I would never ever get laser eye surgery because, like, I can see pretty much just fine. I just got like a little bit of astigmatism, but like, yeah. Uh, I would love to have laser eye surgery because I can't see shit. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, fund this on our Patreon. Get Alex laser <laughs> eye surgery. <laughs> I I cannot see like a foot in front of me. Oh, like no. it's just completely blurry. Mm. Unless it's right up against my face. So oh. I'd love to be I'd love to be able to wake up and, you know, see things, not mm. have to walk to the toilet, just like when I first moved to my new place I had to like took me a while to figure out how to move two places <laughs> in the without dark. my glasses on oh yeah. yeah well not even in the dark i guess like just without glasses <laughs> yeah no but i need to like in the morning i don't want to wear my glasses until i absolutely have to mm-hmm, for sure so i kind of have to like figure out you know where shit is <laughs> yeah laser eye surgery it's it rules that it's a thing that you can get it always has scared the shit out of me because i very very don't like the idea of anything near my eyes especially since like you need to have your eyes open to do it obviously and true i don't know like i other surgeries don't really freak me out but for some reason like laser eye surgery seems very scary to me yeah Mm. it would just be i mean for someone like me who has to be on camera quite a lot it'd be nice not to have to wear contacts when i want to do that Mm -hmm. um because contacts suck but yeah yeah, she, she's like signing over the paperwork. The doctor's like, you're going to need to have someone to pick you up after the surgery's done. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I can get home by myself. And he's like, you won't be able to see shit and you're your <laughs> fucking sedatives. <laughs> Miranda, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, I get wanting to be self-sufficient, but like, no. <laughs> Uh, the doctor is like, I just explained to you how I'm going to cut your eye open. Fucking call someone and tell them to, like, meet you. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Like, this is just the most stubborn thing in the world. Like, And it's not even like she's, you know, going in to get an abortion where it's, like, it's kind of, like, a sensitive <laughs> issue where you might not want your friends to know about it. It's like you're going in yeah, to get I your mean, eye sliced open like and like okay even if you were getting an abortion you might be like i mean that's a weird thing to pull up but i'm with well, you. Like, well i mean it was just like the first thing i thought of that was like <laughs> where you need someone to come with you and also it's something where you wouldn't want someone else to know that you had it done maybe but yeah or mm-hmm. even you know you might be like well i can still see so i can still call myself a cab and get myself home yeah 
but like no you won't be able to fucking see like also if you're sedated like how are you gonna trust that a cab driver is gonna do that in like and like oh in a way that isn't gonna charge you like a shitload of money like because they are you're obviously gonna be sedated like or is even just gonna be safe like you even get into an actual licensed cab yeah it's not good yeah it's but she does eventually realize okay you're right (laughs) and we see her and steve like walking down the street later and okay so they're arm in arm so hmm not dating what Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're not dating, then why are you being physically romantic outside of your sex? Hmm. I don't know I mean, about this. I mean, I always walk arm in arm with people. I'm always holding hands with people. I'm very touchy. I mean, I feel but like also, it's different not, with someone I'm not fucking them, you're so. Not, yeah, I feel like it's different where it's like, oh, maybe holding hands with, like, your friends. But this is someone she's sleeping with, and it's someone that she <laughs> dated for... Yeah. So yeah, I don't know about this. They're one. just doing that fucking rom com thing where they're like, oh, "What are we?" It's really annoying. And yeah, <sighs> but if we're yeah. if if we're meeting each other and you're having sex with me, you're my you're my we're dating now. Let's just sit, get over it. We're dating. <laughs> they need to just admit it because it's kind of like ugh, this is tiring. Although I wish that they wouldn't admit it, because I wish that what would happen is she just stopped talking to Steve forever, but that's not going to mm-hmm. happen, so. No, and she just says, she's, like, telling the story, and he's, like, grossed out by how laser eye surgery works. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call Carrie. She's going to pick me up. Yeah, and he's like, well, why would you call Carrie? Because I'm offering right now to do it. You don't even need to ask someone else. Like, I'm, I'm here. I can do it. And... She's just like, well, Carrie's my friend. He's like, I'm your yeah. friend, Miranda. And <laughs> but then they start making out on the street. So yeah, mm, I don't love it. <laughs> I, I don't. In fact, I wrote a frowny face emoji in my notes. So that's with, very yeah, yeah. That's appropriate with the eyebrows uh, and everything. That's how a frowny it is. Oh, yeah. that is frowny. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Then we have Charlotte and Carrie are in a bar in the Upper East Side, mm-hmm. and they're on the hunt for men. Yes. Well, Charlotte is. Yeah, Carrie's just kind of there for the ride. She's wingmanning it, wing wingwomaning it. Uh huh. And yeah, um, this some yeah, gross they see, guy. Oh, like, yeah. Oh my god, this guy. Yeah, this gross guy comes up and is like, "Hey, beautiful, can I buy those sweet lips a drink?" And when um, has this ever worked? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it's gross. And then they basically, they're like, we were just leaving. And they get up to move. They move like two seats down (laughs) to avoid it. It's not even like, I mean, it's pretty busy, but it's not that busy that just moving literally like six foot away is going to confuse him. Yeah. I mean, he's dumb, but he's not that dumb. No. He he comes back and he's just like, You didn't leave, you're just over here now. Which (laughs) maybe they think he's a baby and he doesn't have object permanence. Oh my god. Uh, probably. I mean, he is an adult male, so uh Mm -hmm. he just keeps pestering them, like being a creep, and Charlotte even says I'm not interested, but then he just keeps going on and uh, a guy that yeah, Charlotte then- had been eyeing comes up from across the room and is just like, she said she's not interested. And uh, it seems like pretty good at this point because it's like, oh, 
he's i mean i don't think he's cute but charlotte thinks he's cute and then Mm -hmm. the guy's just like well i wasn't talking to you and then uh the quote-unquote cute guy punches him in the face yeah i mean okay so we were talking a bit about this earlier and like not that women want to be rescued, but if a creepy guy is pestering me, I do appreciate when someone else steps in. Yeah. Because most of the time they listen to other men. If you're a fucking creep who is, like, irritating and, you know, catcalls or, like, is really gross to women, mm-hmm. you're not going to listen when someone politely turns you down. Yeah. So another guy stepping in is appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like, this is exactly where men actually need to do things like maybe not necessarily punching someone in the face but it's like okay if you're just like a cis straight white man then your voice is 99% of the time I don't care but like the times (laughs) when it does matter are when it's like okay clearly someone is you know being clearly someone is like in a case where they're not comfortable and they would like some assistance because like they can't really stand up for themselves themselves so it's kind of that is the time where you do need to you know step in and do something like yeah mm -hmm. maybe yeah maybe not punch someone in the face but like it depends on the situation depends how shitty the person's being so well i mean even okay like a good one is if you this is for everyone, but especially if you're a, you know, a, a reasonably confident white guy. If you're a reasonably confident white guy, you can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. I just want you guys to know that. So maybe use your powers for good. Yeah, it's true. You really could. <laughs> but, and that doesn't just mean like when things are, you know, like in situations where someone you don't know is being a shithead. It's like also when people you do know are being shitheads, like, hey, uh-huh. maybe use your voice. So... Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if you're in a bar, I mean, have you, you've heard the one where like you pretend to be like an old friend or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's always like, if you kind of pretend you know the person who is being um, pestered, I'll say, then it's probably best to make sure they're safe before you get into a physical fight with oh, yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. So like always do that. But like if you do see someone who's being um, a dick call them out Mm -hmm. it's not that hard yeah it's true (laughs) (sighs) people are cowards but true true uh but charlotte is very smitten because someone came and rode up on his metaphorical horse and has saved the day he saved her and his name is even arthur (laughs) i know my eyes rolled so back they rolled so far into the back of my head uh-huh. that I couldn't see for a moment. You're just like Miranda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my eyes rolled into the back of my head in the next scene because this is where <laughs> Carrie is shopping. Okay, so Carrie was shopping. She has a giant, like, huge fur coat on. She looks really cute. Um, She bought too many shoes, though, and she's heading home. And then Bill's on her doorstep. So Mr. John Slattery himself showed up on her doorstep. Yeah. Don't like this. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> this is where I'm like, okay, call the cops. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, they're not going to do shit, but, like, I don't know. They should probably be on file somewhere. Uh-huh. At least get this guy to not run for fucking whatever the fuck politics he's running for. 
like yeah. ugh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he he basically is like, I brought you some voter registration forms, and I even filled in your name and occupation. And that's <laughs> when so she calls him a Jehovah's Witness with a good suit, because pretty yeah. much <laughs> being and annoying. He's like, is I in occupation, I put heartbreaker, and I'm like, oh, oh fuck, God. He's like, even come on, look. And then he's just basically like, oh, well, you know, I want you to come out with me. I have to schmooze at this Capri restaurant on Staten Island, and I can't stop thinking about you. And she hasn't even answered yet, and he's just like, okay, I'll pick you up at 7. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, but also I am going to pick you up at 7. Yeah, remember when we said that white men can kind of just get away with saying anything? <laughs> Yeah. If you are, if you are like reasonably attractive and confident enough and you're a white guy, you can just kind of get away with like whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is use your powers for good Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not for puss like what he's doing right now. Yeah. 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 Um, I will also say like, okay, I just had a thought that the, the less creepy, but still like rom com version of this would be if he sent her the voter registration forms and wrote like a little like you know oh i got these for you and then puts a number on them that would and just sent better. them to her house yeah just sent them there yeah because that, that yeah. is less creepy than waiting like what if she was just inside or what if she was out for the day yeah like how long was he <laughs> sitting there for it's just i uh, on, i don't know it's, on the fucking yeah. cold stoop like he's probably his yeah. ass is probably dead. <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah, I didn't this is like it. A bad idea, but uh-huh. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, uh, and she's basically just like, no, I, I'm not gonna do that. And he <laughs> kind of tries to give her an out because he's just like, okay, well, like, don't decide now. Just think about it, and I'll come by at seven. And if you want to come out, you can come out. But if you don't want to, that's fine. No pressure. And it's like, hmm, I think there's a little bit of pressure, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, it, yeah, he leaves, and then we see Miranda by. This is like five seconds. Um, <laughs> she just goes by herself to get the lasers done. How did they let her go in? She needs to write down that she has like a person to pick her up. Like you legally have to. They wouldn't have done yeah. the surgery. Because <sighs> yeah, so because oh. Carrie can't go because Carrie has a column deadline allegedly. I mean, that this is great. a lie. She just didn't want to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> she just don't want to go i mean i've said shit like this all the time like oh no i have i have homework no i got stuff to do oh mm-hmm. i gotta edit i'm busy no she didn't want to fucking go yeah <laughs> which like is fine i guess like miranda does have three other friends or two other friends but she must have more friends <laughs> i would imagine she's a busy gal but still and so, but she didn't call Steve. She just took things into her own hands like an idiot. So. Yeah. Foolish move. Yeah. Um, but then she goes in for her surgery and we don't see her again for a bit. Um, but Charlotte and Arthur are out for brunch. And I think that looks like they're having a nice time at the start. Like they're just chatting and flirting and yeah. it looks nice. Oh, they're talking about Harvard and their like mutual wasp friends. Yeah, that part is very gross and like incestuous. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about wasps is that's They're useless. They're... they're just there to sting you. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Ugh, he just looks very waspy too. He's just like looks very rich. He's got his like stupid shirt on and his hair's all floppy and he's blonde and <sighs> he looks like he plays rugby, which if you play rugby and you're in America then you're like obviously a wasp. Yeah, yeah, no for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you play rugby and you're in like any of the commonwealth places then you're probably like just a fine normal bloke yeah you're a bloke you're a lad or you might be rich i don't know it depends it depends yeah but if you're in america then you're probably like a toff it's like lacrosse mm, true well i mean lacrosse is one of canada's nat- national sports so here it's normal well, okay. I, the thing See, is, I've yeah. never met an adult who plays lacrosse in Canada, though, but it's more <laughs> normal because it's like a national sport here. Whereas, like, if How you're in the we... US, that's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing. Like, just all normal sports, but in America, like, they're, they're for fucking rich people. I mean, like, Canadian sports are for fucking rich people because it's like hockey. <laughs> you have to be fucking, like, Jesus Christ, like, for the gear and everything to play hockey, that shit is expensive, where it's like, if you go and play soccer, like a normal sport, it's just, you know, anyone can do it, but... You need a ball. Mm -hmm. You need a ball, and then you put your hoodies down, and that makes a goalpost, like... Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, But then things things turn sour when the guy behind her, like, he pushes out his chair and she knocks over, she spills a little bit of her wine, it's not a big deal. Yeah. He bumps her. He just bumps her, which happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Arthur doesn't like this. He says, excuse Mm-mm. me, you bumped her. That's no way to treat a lady. Uh, the other guy's like, like, what? Uh- huh? Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are moments where I'm like, oh, it'd be nice if there was a bit of chivalry. Like, I got, you know, I'm on... I'm on the train line, I'm on the underground, and, like, I'll see sort of, like, an older woman, and there'll be plenty of young guys around, and none of them will offer her a seat, except, like, I will. Yeah. And then, you know, she'll just be like, oh, no, it's fine, thank you. And I'm like, mm, would have been nice if one of these, you know, uh-huh. like, 30 something guys did that, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, that'd be nice. And there are, yeah, and then there are times where it's like, oh, let me, but guys think it just means, like, I'll pull your seat out for you. Uh Honestly, I don't even, like, fucking thank men when they op- hold doors open for me anymore because it's so annoying most of the time. I'm just like, fuck off. Like, I know you're just trying to do something nice, but, like, at the same time, it's like, oh, who cares? Like, ugh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Arthur fucking – okay, so not only does he punch the guy in the face, then he punches yes. the guy in the chest. He gives him, like, a full-on, like – he clocks him right in the gut. Uh, and then he's doing, like, a fucking, like, pugilist stance. Like, he's ready to bare-knuckle box this guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, like, then- scares the waitress. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she's like, is he, well, I mean, this fucking brave waitress, I think we should, she needs, a, like, a, an award, because she's like, <laughs> excuse me, sir, and then he, he turns around and screams in her face, mm-hmm. and she's obviously very frightened and runs away, like, this guy is just, um, cuckoo banana pants. Yeah, so he's not this chivalrous white knight who wants to defend Charlotte. He just wants to fucking fight anyone he can fight. <laughs> he just wants to fight. Yeah. Um in which case if you want to fight people just fucking just go online. Take up MMA. <laughs> True, you could do that. 
Yeah. You can if that's your. I mean, if you want to get if you want to get cauliflower ear, play rugby and fucking do MA. Mm-hmm. True. It's not for me. Now I understand why Fight Club was like really big like a year before this came out. Do you, I mean, it's because men don't know how to deal with their emotions except mm-hmm. from hitting things, and it's, it's really true. it doesn't help anyone. Doesn't yeah. help men. Doesn't help women doesn't help anyone who's not a man or a woman doesn't help anyone but men just want to punch things they really do and they also have like zero ability to uh critically think about the media they consume and maybe realize (laughs) that they're like actually being made fun of in the movie they're like yes i should start a fight club that's a good thing to do (laughs) because they don't know know how to think about media No, that film, David Fincher made that film for us because one, um, Brad Pitt looks really hot in it, and two, Jared Leto gets the shit beat out of him. Oh, it's so true. That is really good to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love to see that. Uh, yeah. So that's, like, that is the end of Charlotte's story, I guess, like, we still have to finish everyone else's. It feels like there's still a decent amount of stuff left, but- Charlotte's yeah. done already. So Uh-huh. So then we let then we go to Carrie. Wait, no, we go to Ludo Miranda. We go to Miranda. Yes. Uh but Carrie has called Steve and he arrives out of the you know, out of this like <laughs> the way they shot it, I swear there is like a white light coming from behind him. <laughs> pretty much because it's all blurred because it's supposed to be like miranda opening her eyes and she can't see shit and you just see this like figure coming towards her and miranda says carrie and it's just like no steve (laughs) 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 hey it's me steve (laughs) and yeah and he's like carrie called me and she said you know that she couldn't make it so i'm here instead Mm -hmm. and she's like don't touch me he's just like is it okay that i came and randa's like i'm on valium everything's okay (laughs) yeah baby i this is just this is a mood and she puts on her little sunglasses and Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah she's like just just lead me to the door and never speak of this like she's so fucking mad oh it's really it's something oh but steve gets her home he puts her in bed and just like kind of leaves her be. She falls asleep and like sleeps for a million hours because she's on Valium and is tired probably. And she the, the doctor says she has to take sleeping tablets and sleep for 12 hours. This sounds yeah. like so much fun. Oh my god. This sounds like the best surgery in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can see and I get to sleep and do drugs. Awesome. Nice. But I really hated what came next because Carrie's voiceover, like, Miranda wakes up and sees Steve sleeping next to her and she can see without glasses, which is good. But, like, when she looks at Steve, Carrie's voiceover is just like, for the first time in her life, Miranda saw things clearly and she just smiles and holds Steve's hand. And I'm like, I'm retching. He did, what, basic human decency? Anyway. Mm -hmm. He showed up. He literally showed up. (laughs) Um, yeah, and then, oh, my favorite. Okay, so <laughs> Samantha yeah. is wearing maybe <gasps> the best outfit so far. Uh-huh. In the entire series, yeah. <laughs> she has, like, she has a blue coat with, 
um, a, like a blue faux fur collar, and then underneath she has a blue leopard print slip dress. Mm-hmm. And we see later that she has blue undies as well. It's true. And it's like it's like a neon blue. It's gorgeous. Yes, it's very bright. It's so good, and her hair is all curly. Like, oh, she looks she looks so good. Oh, I'm really loving her. Like, she's doing like a bit of a color blocking because in the last series she was all red. Now she's all blue. Mm-hmm. It's I love it. And she's at the firehouse because she, let's, all right, let's be real here. She wanted to have a gangbang. She very much knew that it wasn't just going to be, you know, Ricky or Himbo. She Uh, she 100% wanted to have at least a threesome mm -hmm. because she is so excited to be there. She thinks it's going to be all hunky firemen and she's going to like fuck all of them. (laughs) Oh, but she's so disappointed. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they're not hot. They're like, um, I mean, they just look normal. They're really normal. And they're just a bunch of guys just hanging out and watching TV together, like eating wings and shit. Like, it's really casual. Yeah, I don't even want to be like, mm, they're fat and ugly because they're not. They're just they're just normal guys. Like, I mean, this is what firefighters actually look like. They're just normal. Mm-hmm. I think the job makes them like a little bit sexier you, mm-hmm. most of the time. Most of these guys didn't make the calendar. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> but they're just normal. Um, and But she just feels really out of place because she's all dressed up. She looks very nice. But then they're just having like a dude's night kind of thing. So, yeah. I mean – I mean, part of me is like, what did she expect? But I know what she expected. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they're at work, right? Like, I know that being a fireman, like, if there's no fires, you're kind of just waiting. But, like, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> if th- but you have to be ready at the drop of a hat, because if there is a fire, you have to go fight it. Yeah, exactly. And so she sees Ricky, he gets her a seat, and that's pretty much, like, the end for n- – that's the end of the scene for now. Yeah. She looks miserable. <laughs> and then we go back to Carrie. Uh, then we go to Carrie's, and Bill is on like her answering machine. She's screening the call, mm-hmm. and Valid. he's like, "I'm gonna leave in ten seconds if you don't come down." <laughs> yeah, but she's like dressed up. Like she looks like she's ready to go out, and she's just smoking at her window, listening to the voicemail, and she's watching the car out her window. This is weird because it's so clear that she had like plan to go you wouldn't put the dress on and do your makeup and your hair and everything if you weren't gonna go out yeah i mean i guess she's having second thoughts maybe but at the same time it's like she had to put a lot of effort in to look like what she looks like at the moment so Uh uh-huh and he's counting obviously very slowly he does a a one and a half because Carrie was giving all the firemen a half point because mm-hmm. sometimes a girl needs a half, which doesn't make any sense. And maybe she means like a half chub. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, know either. I don't know what she meant. I I heard that and I was like, I get that you're trying to be cute, but it's not working. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, then she like he drives away because he finishes the countdown. He's not just gonna stalk her. I guess. I mean, he kind of is, but. Uh, then she calls Miranda immediately and is just like, okay, what is, what is wrong with me? Like, I'm fully dressed. I let him drive off and I don't know why. And Miranda basically just calls her out and is like, it's big. You just don't want to get hurt again. And there it is. Ding, ding, ding. 
And the the other thing a single independent woman in her thirties doesn't want to hear. True. Yep. She doesn't want to hear that, you know, it could take a while to move on. And it's like, I get it because, you know, any relationship that has not a great end is going to kind of scar you for a bit. And you are going to feel kind of, you know, not the best about jumping into something new. But at the same time, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to ever empathize with Carrie, ever. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I empathize with her. I just, I don't, she should be a bit clearer with him, I think. I think so, too. Like, I think it, she might just want to be more straight up like, I don't want this. Like, I very much need time to myself. Or, I don't know, because like all Miranda, like Miranda saying that one thing was all it took for her to be like, next scene is she's on the ferry to Staten Island. So Yeah, so I think like she should either say, look, I just got out of a really bad relationship, um, but maybe we can meet another, you know, maybe if it's meant to be, we'll run into each other again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't and not s- on my front doorstep. <laughs> yeah, don't stalk me. Um, I feel like that is fair enough, and that's succinct. Yeah. I mean, she kind of does do that, but she should hold her ground a little bit more i think and yeah and she she doesn't doesn't mm -hmm. she's not putting up a fight no and she doesn't really say let's take things slow until like the end of the episode it's kind of no i don't know i mean people change their minds and stuff and i get it like i know that when you're like going through a breakup you're emotional and you don't really know what you want you're not sure if you should jump into something new or if you're ready or not and i get it but it's carrie so, uh, but she does get on the ferry and she finds Bill at the restaurant and, you know, he's happy to see her. He asks how she got there and she's like, oh, the ferry, because I'm an independent woman. <laughs> independent woman who the can ferry. ride the ferry when she's, you know, fucking like 30 <laughs> whatever years old. Good for you. <sighs> and she's just like, this isn't a date. I'm here as a concerned citizen because there's a woman on my block who's not picking up after her poodle. And then this is where she says, well, then she says, Mr. President, it was a bad breakup. You're right. And I need to take yeah, it slow. Yeah, he's calling him Mr. President. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they go for a bit of a Kennedy thing because mm-hmm. – I mean, I don't know. I get Democrat vibes off him. He's called <laughs> Kelly. Like, I'm guessing that means he's meant to be Irish. He's very charming. He's handsome. I think he's meant to be a Kennedy. Yeah, I very... He is... He does give very... He gives very, like, Joe Biden vibes. <gasps> like... If Joe Biden was less creepy. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, very, very Democrat. Yeah, I agree. He is who... He's who Democrat... Like, He's who the liberals think Joe Biden is to everyone. <laughs> it's true. Like, and smooth and charming like a silver fox. Yeah, the rest of us are just like, what? Okay. <laughs> the rest of us are like, why did you do that to Anita Hill? Yeah, pretty much. Like, um, <laughs> admit your crimes. Uh, <laughs> anyway. We will hang Joe Biden from the Hague. Yeah. And... No one can do anything about it because we're not American. So we're allowed to do whatever we want and say whatever we want about American politicians on our podcast. Yeah, we're definitely not from the two countries which are like most aligned with America. 
Mm, good point. <laughs> the thing is, we'll I have see. my own election to worry about this year. That is, in fact, happening before the U.S. one. You just would never know it. So no, I mean, I've got um, kind of a big shift coming to uh, the country. So you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're busy. We're busy girls. We're busy I mean, girls. I'm not only joking. I'm not actually gonna hang Joe Biden. Yeah, not a threat. He's old. He'll die soon anyway. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of old. So, on the meantime, in the meantime, Justin Trudeau is not very old. So, if you live in Canada, please fucking do not vote for him in whatever month our election is. Please don't. Please, I'm telling you, please do not vote for him. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Then we go to Samantha. And she is trying to make her firehouse fantasy happen. Uh, She slides down the pole for Ricky and... And then we just smash cut to them having a sex against the fire truck. Yeah. <laughs> this is extremely voyeuristic to me. Um, yeah, I felt like I had walked in on them. And it also doesn't look very comfortable. It does not. And it's like they're very much – like other people are very much still at work right now. I, Someone could just walk out any second. They're not even like, uh-huh. you know – in, in the like truck. the sleeping rooms, they they have like little they have like little barracks or bunk beds or whatever. Yeah, no, they're very much just against the truck. It's very, very. Uh, I mean, it's bold. It's a bold move. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then I, we get like a. Would you count this as a titty tally? Oh, I did. I wrote titty tally in my notes. Uh, I wrote a question mark next to mine. Well, we got one because uh, we, we, we don't got, see her nipples. We do see her nipples. Oh, do we? Oh, okay. This is a definite titty tally then. Yeah, I saw, I saw one. <laughs> <laughs> I it's saw like the side... nipples, and they were there. It's like a side shot while she's up against the truck, uh, sandwiched between okay. Ricky and the truck. And uh, then after that, we get a shot where like she's wearing the fireman suspenders with no shirt on and like the suspenders are covering her nipples and it's such a look this is the this is a sexy fireman calendar i would buy it's just women god true i would buy that the sexy firewoman calendar Uh Mm uh-huh and she looks so but she's also so stupid she looks great but she's an idiot yes i agree uh, <laughs> she's like why are these lined up like that like the suspenders and everything mm-hmm. and before he even gets a chance to tell her i think he says like oh we need to be quick the fire alarm goes off and everyone starts rushing out yeah and oh. yeah there's like just, yeah men everywhere this is so awkward <laughs> And, like, one guy's like, get out of, you know, get out of my stuff. And she's like, yeah. what? And he's like, there's a fucking fire. Get out of it. She's not even wearing Ricky's gear. She's wearing some other guy's gear. And she's, like, totally naked except her underwear. It's her a little, lot. Her little blue knickers, which match the rest of her outfit. This genius. Oh, they're so cute. She's just, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the everyone drives off like immediately because of there's the fire and it just they just leave her there totally alone in her underwear in the station with the garage door wide open. <laughs> so, that's nice. It's great. It's great. But she does look amazing, so yeah, she's she's covering her nip. She's fine. Yeah, Must she's be freezing good. though. Mhm. No kidding. 
uh, and that is the end of her story this week. <laughs> That's the yeah. culmination of it. Uh, we finish off with Carrie. Yeah. So, Carrie, how would they? They're in like the coat check. Which, mm-hmm. how are they in there? That seems pretty, like, you're not meant to be in there. Yeah, because the whole reason that everything has numbers on it is so that the person can get the coat for you when you hand in your number. But whatever, know. they're there and they're making out. Mm-hmm. But then she has to run off because she doesn't want to miss the, the last fairy. And Well, we, mm-hmm. we have to make a Cinderella reference, don't we? Yeah, unfortunately we do, because the clock strikes midnight, and she misses the Staten Island Ferry. Oh, and, and she loses a shoe. Her shoe fall off. Oh. Mm. Yeah, she watches the ferry it's pull out of the dock. Yeah, but she puts it back on, so it's okay. She puts it back on, it's true. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, Bill pulls up in his BMW, like, the second the ferry pulls away, and is just like, he rescues her. Oh, I was kind of shocked that he was driving his own car. I kind of was too. I was expecting him to have a driver, but maybe I'm just like, maybe my mind just thinks that because of Big. Big's such a dick. Yeah, Big has a fucking private driver, which is the most bullshit thing I've heard in my life. Like, Jesus. Ugh. He's such a fucking dick. Like, like people are starving, Big. No, this. Do you know what? Bill's a down-to-earth guy. He drives his own fucking car, which has got the least you can say True. about a man. It's a fucking BMW, though, so I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Uh. It's ugly as well. It looks like an unmarked police car. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look very nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he picks her up, and she's just like, well, okay, but, you know, you're just taking me to my apartment, and that's it. He says, for tonight. Yeah. And then, wink, wink. yeah, then he gives her the thumbs up. And then he says, Any idea how to get off this island? Which, can you drive off the island? I guess so. <laughs> there I guess if you bridges, I believe there's a bridge. I mean, that makes sense. I'm just used to because, like, the ferry that takes you from Vancouver Island to Vancouver, which is what I'm the ferry I'm most used to taking, there's no bridge, but you can drive onto the ferry. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. That makes sense, but I don't know how New York works. So I think, I think there's a bridge. I mean, I played the Spider Man game, so I, you know, I feel like I know, you know, um. There's a bridge, and then I think the ferry, I mean, the ferry's just, like, public transportation. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah, it seems like it's entirely walk-on. Like, it's not a very big ferry, so. No. Uh, But Carrie says that, you know, her voiceover says, sometimes a woman has to rescue a man, and she points him the direction of how to get off the island. So, (sighs) yeah, okay. she really helped. And that's how this Staten Island fairy tale ends. (laughs) Yeah, that's it, everybody. Welcome to season three. We're we're about to get fucking deep. We're. I feel like we've been hyping up season three since we started. Yeah, I mean, we got some real good shit this season, and John Slattery for like I want to say two to three episodes. I think it's just two because the next one gets into his uh fetish yeah and i think that's where they break up you're gonna really want to stay tuned for this if you liked to hear about mr silver fox wait till you hear about mr golden fox golden fox mm-hmm. yep <laughs> also i just love the phrase silver what? fox there's a street in my city that's called like silver fox court or crescent or something and every Ooh. time i pass it i'm like it makes me think of john slattery every time i pass it <laughs> 
I think I feel like because he's not that old, right? Like he just looks it because he has white hair. I mean, at this point, he is kind of old. Wait, now I need to find out. Uh, but John, I think he must only be about forty something when this was filmed. Because oh yeah, he's only he... fifty six now. Jesus, I thought he was like seventy. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, so he was like he was thirty eight. Yeah, so he was, like, normal age. And, okay, so in this episode, like, his, he's kind of – he's more, like, salt and peppery – not salt and pepper, but, like, he's not fully white at he's this gray. point. He's gray. He's gray. Yeah, he's gray. He's not white. He's, like, white now. Yeah, because, like, when he's in Mad Men, he's very much just, like – as like, the hair is as white as it gets. It's, like, fresh uh-huh. powdered snow. Uh, he's really pretty. Now I'm just going to look at the Google Images search of him, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's handsome. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching Mad Men and I saw Joan, I was like, "God, I wish that were me." Yeah, for many reasons. Pretty much, like watching Mad Men, I get mad all the time at the men. Uh, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm just like, "Man, Roger Sterling, I understand why he gets away with so much." True. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you watch up until when he did Blackface? I did not see that one. I don't think I saw <laughs> I that see, one. Like, I'm. I, I mean. There's not really an excuse. I mean, there is because it was in the show. You kind of have to do it. But, like, he, you forget that Roger did is, like, the fucking creepiest fucking... He's the worst, but, like, you f- fucking forget. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, Joan deserves so much better than him, but... She does. He's, like, cheating on his wife. He marries, like, a fucking 20-year-old. He does blackface. He's, like, a piece of shit. He's yeah. always making... I mean, it's the 60s, but he's always making, like comments but then you're like oh it's fine which i mean i guess you know shows his charisma yeah i can see why they cast him i wish that yeah like john ham is also very handsome but like he's not handsome enough for me to like not be constantly mad at don draper like i'm constantly mad at don draper despite this but when it comes to like roger sterling i'm like not as mad even though i'm like he's just as bad or worse (laughs) (laughs) he's probably worse yeah i would say i mean don draper never did blackface as far as i know so don draper is like cool with black people for the 60s that's asking a lot uh he was cool with black people he wasn't so he wasn't as cool with gay people but no but Mm. he wasn't i mean he's not like openly terrible which i guess for like the time makes him like a good person like now he would be a jet but like at the time he was rather woke um <laughs> woke don mean, draper. <laughs> yeah don draper is woke oh uh, god isn't there like an entire I, plot where they're like pissed that kennedy won the election i don't think so or weren't they remember. all voting for the who was the person who was against kennedy Nixon. Oh, right. Yeah, weren't they all supporting Nixon? I don't know. I think they ran, like, an ad for Kennedy. I can't remember now. I've seen, I think I've seen, like, Mad Men twice. I truly, I sort of vaguely remember bits and pieces. I can't remember shit. Yeah. No, if I, if I had to, if I had to pick a Mad Man, I would go ham over Slattery. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine, though. He's one for each of us. Yeah, no, I would, I would, I would pick Slattery over Don or over uh, John Ham, and over all the other Mad Men because Vincent Carthys are really, like no, no, uh, no. Um, I guess we should rank our ladies. 
I, our okay, mad we ladies. can't rank the men of Mad Men. That will be another episode, oh, bonus who's episode. Our, who's or... our top? But yeah, I haven't seen all of Mad Men, so it might not be fair. <laughs> I've seen like the first three and a half seasons, so. Yeah. God, we need to get people to ask us questions about Mad Men. We didn't really get any questions, but let's do the rankings first. Okay. 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 So, so I'm going to put Samantha at the top because uh-huh. this, she just wanted to fucking to have a gangbang and like do you know what that's valid and she also wore the best outfit of mm-hmm. this fucking series plus she wanted to talk about cock at breakfast which she yeah she looks beautiful this yes. entire episode she looks gorgeous mm-hmm. and this is such an underrated look like a lot of stuff is talked about i don't think this one is as much as it should be yeah, no, I feel like this is, like, a very, like, we've kind of had a slight change with her look, and overall, it just, like, it works so well. She looks very classy oh, yeah. and sexy and, like, just very nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then, um, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe gonna do a tie between Charlotte and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they were both, like, Charlotte's whole thing about just wanting, like, I understand where she's coming from, but I think it's very archaic. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, Carrie bagged herself a hottie, but he is also kind of weird, um, and I don't think she really, she didn't really do, she was very passive this episode, she didn't really do anything, apart mm-hmm. from just be weird. And True. then, Miranda is just fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree about Samantha being the top. She didn't do a single problematic thing, as far as I can remember. And I thought yeah. she was entertaining, and she looked cute, and she did a good job, and I'm proud of her. Um, I, I don't even know after that. I mean, I think I'm going to put Carrie second just because I'm happy to see John Slattery on my screen, and if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't get to see him. So I guess I'll do that. And then I think I'm going to put Charlotte third, mostly because of the dancing she pulled off at the the calendar <laughs> competition. And then Miranda's also going to be last for me because, like, okay, so she, on the one hand, she's like, I don't want to get picked up, so she's being stupid. But then on the two hand, she's like, I'm pretty much dating Steve, which is also stupid. Like, do the two smart things and don't date Steve, but then get him to pick you up. Like, there's one solution. And she did both of them wrong. So wake, wake up and go get out of my house. Yeah. Wake up, Sheeble. That's Miranda. Wake up, Sheeble. This is <laughs> Alex Jones. Oh, my God. You guys figured out my surname. <laughs> Whoopsie. I'm, I'm his daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Um yeah, what else are I gonna say? I can't remember now. It's probably not important. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah, we can jump into questions. So if you want to send us a question, you can send it either to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask, or you can send it to citygirlsmakedo at gmail.com. And this week we only have one question, so we're going to get through this pretty fast, I think. Uh, and it's not even really a question, so it's from Tumblr user Mike Dawson, regular se- uh, question sender of the show. Uh, and the question says, I keep forgetting to mention, but as someone who has a janitorial job at a gym, I just wanted to mention that while I've never heard of a family hour, some gyms will have a daycare section for little kids. The one I work at is for middle-class suburbanites, though – uh most i think just don't allow them or might have specific classes for families 
So this, I guess, I, is, yeah. yeah, this is a reference to a few episodes ago when Miranda was dating the guy with the kid. And we were like, why the fuck are there kids allowed in the gym? This seems unsafe. And this seems right to me because when I was a kid, my um, my stepdad used to own a squash club. Mm-hmm. And uh, when parents were like playing squash or at the gym, there was like a daycare area where kids would just go hang out upstairs and play and shit and not get in the way. So that sounds about right. Yeah, my parents never went to the gym because um, they just like drinking. <laughs> that is so valid. <laughs> uh no but i think any gym i've been to has been like 16 plus yeah that makes sense yeah because there's gotta be some kind of age because well the the machines can be dangerous like you don't want fucking kids playing with weights and shit no they can hurt somebody or themselves uh so bad yeah you don't want lawsuits more than you want a child to lose an eye you don't (laughs) want a fucking lawsuit (laughs) true but that was our only question, and it wasn't even a question, so we don't even really have anything to talk about with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so good job, listeners, for sending us questions, <laughs> you dinks. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we're making a Patreon only exclusive where we're going to trash all of you mm-hmm. because you didn't ask us questions. We're heartbroken. <laughs> it's really heartbreaking. Next week, we're going to have like 16 questions from all the people who listened and who were offended that we called them out for being cowards. <laughs> so you're all cowards we're gonna get questions about like madmen that's and fine. everyone's gonna call us problematic because we excused a fictional character's racism look like you're not white so your opinion on this is probably more <laughs> valid than theirs so <sighs> um it's not real <laughs> It's not real, true. It's not real. It's not a real TV show. Um, If you want to be mad at something in real life, be mad about the fact that Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist. So true. Mm-hmm. Let's let's all be mad at Scientology. Hey, if you've ever if you're ever mad at like a black person, redirect that energy and focus it towards Scientology. Mm-hmm. It's true. You should do that, and one day they'll be taken down. Maybe, but. Hey, maybe they should pay taxes. Just maybe. saying, I don't think aliens are real. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could argue that God is an alien. I mean, I do believe but in like a- extraterrestrial life somewhere if we're going to get like existential today, but like not Scientology kind. Yeah, I mean, okay. Since no one asked us questions, we'll ask our own questions. Is there a God? That's a hard question and I don't want to get <laughs> people mad <laughs> uh we just threaten if we don't get asked questions we just threaten to like i don't know share any hot takes answer existential you know mm. questions about like life and the universe and everything i'm gonna i'm gonna have the most centrist cop-out take and say does it matter that's and a good point that i we- think that's my take too mm-hmm. we see you girls make agnosticism <laughs> true i'm gonna uh, yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna answer the question for real because i don't want to no get no at. me neither <laughs> this is a show about goddamn dicks and dildos and fucking vibrators this is not the time to bring in jesus christ uh, yeah true even though you were the one who brought it up but i know but i was joking yeah. I, was doing it, I was just having a laugh mate wasn't i it's true it's true city girls get existential 
But I guess that's pretty much all we really have for this week. Uh, yeah. We can wrap up with our regular shit. Um, mm-hmm. You got to find us on noisepace.xyz because if you find us there, you're also going to find all kinds of other goodies. Like there's going to be podcasts that are going to blow your mind. Uh, like all of them. I'm not going to name them. Um, but <laughs> you can find us there and other podcasts. And you know what? You can also find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. And you can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island. And I never mentioned this, but you can find us on Twitter at City Girls Make Do if you want to send us some funny tweets or something. Sometimes people send us some funny tweets. And I chuckle when I see them. True. Mm-hmm. True. I ain't gonna name names. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want more of me, then you can find me on Tumblr. I'm Dork Phoenix. And also if you are, you know, snooping around on Noise Space, you might find Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die where I state more facts about old politicians and old white men and how, you know, we're all going to die one day. Um, I haven't been on in a while, but, you know, things change. Mm. People change. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Well, I, for one, will be very excited if I get to look at my podcast phone app and be like oh there's alex on this episode because those are the best episodes oh you get a little dose of alex without being there with me i know it's good alex make podcast challenge sometimes i do that Mm -hmm. alex girl make do yeah sometimes i make do podcasts so (laughs) check them out yep uh well thank you for listening friends we will see you next Bye. week. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay foxy. Oh. Stay foxy and please stay silver. <laughs> <laughs>